Hello and welcome to episode 77 of the Liverpool Comedy Improvcast with me, Ian Luke-Jones. This is where we get to know the people who make up the LCI community and a place where we get to delve into all sorts of improv topics. And today, I don't have a guest because we have come to the end of the year and this is going to be a special 2022 year in review special. So I'm just going to be looking back through the year and breaking down everything that's happened and then also looking ahead to next year. Now, this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts. We're even available on Amazon Podcasts, which means that you can ask Alexa to play the show. Same if you're listening on Google or Siri on Apple. You just say, hey, whatever device, play the Liverpool Comedy Improvcast and we should appear just like magic. Now, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the show to give us a boost and help get our name out there. And now it's time to go off script and just look back at the year that was 2022 for this show. Well, I guess just before I really get into breaking down everything that happened... I'm just going to go through some great stats. So Spotify do this thing, Spotify Wrapped. Lots of you that listen to Spotify will have done your Spotify rap just to see, uh, you know, who you've been listening to music-wise this year. Well, if you're running uh, a show like this, they offer the same kind of service, but you get to know information. So it told me that I've created 1,473 minutes of new content Uh, this year and that is more than 97% of other creators in the arts category because we are in the arts category because you know talking about performing arts because improv is a performing art and your podcast it tells me was in the top 30% most shared globally and then it breaks down and you can see some of the places where it was shared there was 25 episodes this year and those episodes were listened to in 22 countries and we've had 161% increase in followers. So the show is continuing to go from strength to strength. There's been other great um, stats and things like that, but they're just some of the main ones I wanted to share. And I also recently discovered a way of finding reviews from other countries. So one of the annoying things is when people review the show, uh, on Apple Podcasts in particular, uh, you can only see what people from your country have said in terms of reviews Um, but you can see there's other reviews but you just can't have access to them now there are some ways of doing that if you pay money to certain things but I don't want to do that but then I I did find a way of tapping into that information and I've yeah I had a great experience just going through and reading some great reviews from all over the world from people that have listened to the show and really enjoyed the show so that was a fantastic experience um, so thank you if you're one of those people that have written a review. And if you haven't, please do. Uh, it really does make a big difference uh, and, you know, helps put a really positive spotlight on the show. Now, moving into next year, I've got some great ideas that I think I've alluded to perhaps in uh, perhaps in the last episode. But yeah, I do have one great idea in particular, which is, is going to be like a long running theme throughout next year and even the year after, I think. It's going to be a great way to keep the show fresh, get guests coming back on that we've had on before, and um, you can help be a part of that 
because I have posted about this already. I posted it on the Facebook page and then I've posted it on various groups. But uh, feel free to go onto our Facebook page and find that post or just send me a message on there. Send me a message personally. But yeah, trying to put together an A to Z of improv. So any letter from the alphabet, if you can think of an improv-related word that goes with any letter of the alphabet, and maybe you can think of several. I've already compiled uh, a really big list, but I know there's more out there, and I would love input from you. I am going to credit everyone that's uh, given me input into this list. So if you're listening and you're thinking, oh, I can easily fill out an A to Z, or at least several uh, sections of an A to Z, just thinking of improv-related words, then please get in touch whether it's just emailing me personally or emailing the show, messaging on Facebook, whatever, then that would be great. Uh, I want to hear from you. I want your input. And who knows? Uh, you could be coming on the show next year to discuss one of the letters with me. So that is something to look forward to. But it's not going to be completely different next year. I've still got lots of great guests lined up, some uh, complete first-timers, some returning guests, you know, there's plenty to look forward to. And I'm very excited um, about what we're going to be doing with the show next year. Uh, also, keep looking out on the Facebook page that we have just for information regarding when new episodes are going to be back in the new year. Because this is the last one uh, for the festive period. Uh, but then we'll be back strong uh, in January, I imagine. Uh, we'll watch this space. Or watch the Facebook space, you know. That's where I'll be posting information. Um, I, I want to give a shout-out to Paul Quinn right now. So I know Paul Quinn is a listener. He's a wonderful improviser and friend. And I mentioned the Spotify wrapped thing there. And this show featured in his top five for the year. Uh, now, maybe that was the same for some others of you. But I'm not aware of that, but I am aware uh, of Paul. So thank you massively to Paul for your continued support and listening. And uh, I know there's loads of others out there. Um, if you want to share the information with me, then I'll give you a shout out uh, in the new year in some way, shape or form. But it really means a lot to know that. So, yeah, some of the other stats that we were told uh, on the Spotify rap thing was, you know, your show featured in this many people's top fives, this many people's top tens, this many people's top 20s. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. Like, that means that people are genuinely listening and, and coming back and enjoying the show. And it's a fantastic feeling because this is just a passion project. I just come here and sit in my office and meet people on Zoom and have lovely chats. And I love that people like listening. So thank you very much. And what a year it has been. Way back in January uh, of 2022, we embarked on our second year as a show. We'd had a great first year. You know, I had a lot to learn in that first year. But I, I think halfway through that first year of the show, I really found my groove and discovered what the show was. And then it, it's just been about building on that and continuing to to get better, continuing just to keep going. And there's been all sorts of different things we've tried this year we've had live show episodes we've had all sorts of amazing guests and we're just going to break that down now i'm going to go back and talk about some of these episodes and some of you might have listened to every single episode and some of you might not have listened to all of these episodes so if you haven't listened to any of these episodes i'm about to talk about or maybe even some episodes from the first year of the show then you got a festive break from the show why not 
give it a little um, flashback, rewind, go back, see if there's any episodes out there that might tickle your taste buds if you haven't listened to them yet. So episode 50 was where we started the year and we had the mother of LCI herself, Emma Bird, on the show and that was a really great chat. We looked at the year ahead. We looked at what Emma was going to be up to this year. We looked at what the show was going to be up to this year. And it was just a really great way to kick off the year. Um, So I haven't actually listened to that show since it happened earlier in the year. And maybe during a festive break, I should go back and listen to that chat and and see what was discussed about what was going to happen in the year ahead and and see how much of it uh, came to fruition. Maybe that would be a fun thing to do. And then episode 51 followed that. And this time it was back to the the great format of getting a member of the LCI community on and hearing all about their improv journey. And episode 51, we featured Tanya Dale. Now, Tanya is from Bulgaria and is a really great improviser, someone that I had encountered in uh, some online sessions. And, you know, I've encountered her since in online sessions. And yeah, she's great improviser and I love that chat and it was one of those chats where there are some guests that get on the show that kind of flip it and they become the interviewer and they start asking me questions and yeah I remember that chat with Tanya she was very good at bouncing questions back to me and then delving deep into some different questions that she had so that was a fun conversation i was um i was like it when people are able to do that and flip it around on me and then um episode 52 and 53 was something a bit different i had max schaefer on the show and we did a special all about viola spolin and it was the first time i had taken a chat and split it into two episodes and at the time i did it for two reasons i did it because i thought it was a a great idea. It was a great uh, topic. You know, Viola Spolin basically birthed the improv that we love. And it was a really great chat. Um, so at the time, I thought, oh, that'd be great. You know, finish the chat halfway through. People are going to want to come back for more. But also at the time, I was very busy. And I thought it was a very clever way for me to get uh, two weeks worth of episodes. Because back then, I was still at that point trying to do episodes every week. Uh, but it was round about that February time where I realized, oh, it's not it's not actually going to be feasible for me to continue the way I was doing things. So that that episode every week situation I had going on for the first year of the show, just it just wasn't possible because life got very busy um, and I just needed to change things up a bit. And I'm very happy with how things have gone. Now I do an episode every other week. It really takes pressure off and I'm able to really focus on giving good quality content all the time instead of constantly rushing. Uh, Incidentally, doing this episode today was actually quite hard. My schedule at this time of year, you know, being a teacher in a primary school and having my fingers in so many pies in terms of improv and this and that and it's Christmas and people don't want to meet up and um, life just gets very hectic. This episode, I was really struggling to think, when is this going to happen? Uh, the day that I'm recording it, um, it's a week and a bit before it will go out, and it was just one random evening, and I got home, and I was like, oh, I've got a bit of time before I do 
some improv online. I'm just going to have to get it done and get it out there. So here I am just talking to you right now. But yeah, like managing your schedule is is a very important thing. And it's important as much as I love the podcast. You know, I don't want to resent the podcast. So it was really good to find my find my groove and really find that the episode every other week format worked for me. And I think, you know, it works for the for the listeners as well. From what I've heard, uh, people are very happy that it's there every other week. And uh, that is going to be the format for the foreseeable future. But yeah, talking about Viola Spolin and talking with Max, he was he's very passionate about Viola. And I learned a lot from that conversation from him. So yeah, if you haven't heard the Viola Spolin special episodes, then go back and definitely give those a listen. And then uh, after that, it was uh, another first for the show because I had two guests on at the same time. That was uh, something I hadn't done before. And we had Hannah Carson and Hannah Savage, or Hannah and Sav, as they prefer to be known. And yeah, that was a really good chat. They were two people that I was I was aware of. I'd encountered them a little bit. I'd heard a lot about them. And now, uh, you know, when I see them out and about and I've improvised with them uh, a fair few times or seen them at shows, you know, I I consider them friends. And before that episode, I barely knew them. That's another great thing that I love about the show. I can talk to people. I can really get that opportunity to get to know them. And then when I do see them out and about in the improv world, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's my friends. (laughs) They're not just guests I have on the show. They become friends. Uh, so that was that was a great episode and yeah another conversation that I really enjoyed and the fact that there were two guests there that was my first time doing that so I very much enjoyed that experience and then that episode was followed up by episode 55 which was when we had the incredible Stuart Moses come on and Stuart Moses fantastic improviser Someone that I really enjoyed taking classes with during the pandemic when we were uh, doing lots of things online and someone that I've had the pleasure of watching perform live a few times now as well. And yeah, just a great, great opportunity to sit down with him and chat about all things improv and his take on things and also about improv podcasting because he has a great podcast himself and uh, it was really great to get his take on things. And then keeping th- with the flow of new things, new things, um, on the 7th of March, we put out episode 56. And that was a live set of the Oikers. So I remember in the first year of the show, I had put out some sound bites from uh, one of the first shows back, or perhaps the first show back uh, since... We ended the lockdown and LCI put on a show and I had loads of sound bites from the show, talking to the audience, talking to the performers. But then uh, episode 56, it was actually just me recording the Oikers live set and putting it out there uh, as an episode. And I was really happy with how it turned out because I literally just recorded it on my phone. I just put my phone uh, at the side on a table near the front of the the stage and uh, played around in terms of editing the sound quality, but it turned out really well. Um, So kudos to my iPhone for the job it did on that. Uh, And also kudos to my wonderful editing skills. 
So yeah, that was a great episode, and it was it was fun to listen back, even as an audio thing. You know, the improv uh, short form in particular, it really works. Uh, and then following on from that episode, so at this point, I think we were still an episode a week. It was not that long after that. I think I'd made the decision that it was going to happen, but then uh, it did happen sometime. I think in March, April time. But episode fifty-seven was amazing it was something i was super excited to even make happen and it was when i interviewed laura hall from whose line is it anyway the musician the person i've been watching on telly for years and years and years and i can't tell you how amazing she was to to chat with in the first place, just to arrange the interview, she was incredible. She was so personable and she was so flexible. And the fact that I was able to make that happen was an amazing achievement for me. And I really, really loved that chat that I had with her. And that was probably the most nervous I've been like since I, I've i started this show. Because, you know, she's someone who I really look up to. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, she's a big celebrity and here she is coming on my little show, the, the Liverpool comedy improv cast. And one minute I'm just sat there watching her on the telly. And then here we are sat in a Zoom room together having a great chat. I remember being a bit annoyed about uh, the sound quality of that. But I think when I did listen back to it, when it when the show actually uh, was released and I remember thinking oh actually when it's put out there in the podcast world it doesn't sound as bad as I thought it did Uh, but I think yeah I I remember apologizing for the sound quality uh, at the time but it was actually pretty decent and yeah just an amazing chat and something even now I still can't believe that I interviewed Laura Hall on this show what an amazing thing that was and just one of those things i i've put out feelers to lots of people um whose lines it anyway people uh just people that are big in the improv world and sometimes you hear nothing sometimes you hear no but to hear a yes and well a yes and and for it to just be so amazing and when i met laura i also met her husband rick hall he was around sort of in the background and then i had a chat with him after the episode had finished recording as well, and that is something which I will be talking about for many, many years. So if you haven't heard that episode, please go back and listen to that episode because it's a really great chat. And I remember really enjoying the fact that I was saying things that she hadn't heard in interviews before, and I'd picked up on things that people hadn't picked up on before. So that was cool because I hadn't planned anything out. I never do. I hadn't written out questions and things. It was just a natural flowing conversation. And I loved the fact that I was able to segue to things that she hadn't actually talked about before in an interview. So that was really cool. And then I I just feel like every episode was just a home run because we went from great episode to great episode to great episode. After that Laura Hall episode, we had episode 58, and that was when we welcomed Melina Fiol to the show for the first time. And that was all about the joys of blending improv and stand-up. And I found 
Melina just an incredible guest. She had so much to say, so much insight into so many things. And she was still new into both the improv world and the stand-up comedy world at the time. And we were we were just scratching the surface on her experiences. And it led to a, a great follow-up uh, episode later in the year, which we'll come to. But yeah, Melina was a really, really great guest to have on. And it was... It was a really great episode that gave me that great idea later in the year to get her back on and see how things were going. So that was episode 58, which then led into episode 59. And episode 59, we had a live set from the Boss Birds. So that was fun. I'd figured the Oikas thing had worked out well. Now, I actually recorded the Oikas and the Boss Birds sets on the same night, but then decided to leave a bit of a gap to give me time to listen back and edit and things like that. Um, and then I had some great episodes to put in between. But then we did get to enjoy the Boss Birds live set. Also, I think at the time, it was another period of, oh, I was very busy. And so I knew I had that episode in the bag. So I just saved it for a time when I didn't have time to record uh, an interview with someone else. Uh, so sometimes that's how these things work. From episode 59... We had episode 60, and that was with Al Donahoe. And that was another great chat. He was someone, I'd met him once briefly at one of the LCI shows, didn't know a lot about him, and came away from that interview feeling like I knew a lot about him. So just one of those great chats. That's one of the things I love about this show, actually. It's, it's when I get someone that I don't know at all. Yeah, they're willing to come on the show and open up and, and tell me their story and tell all of you their story. Um, I love that. And I love just really feeling like I know lots of the people in the community because of this show. So then that was a great chat with Al. And then we moved on to episode 61, where, again, this was something new for the show sort of where I wanted to focus specifically on topics. So this time it wasn't about getting the the guest on to find their improv journey, their story. It was something we, we, we'd done a little bit with Melina where we were talking about her improv journey, but we were also talking about blending uh, that with improv and and that's kind of where my idea came from about oh yeah trying other things so then episode 61 was about boundaries in improv and that's a really important topic and i welcomed a good friend of the show fellow oiger of mine san george back to the show for that and we had a great chat about boundaries in improv and it's a really important topic that if you haven't listened to that episode it's another great one to go back and listen to um, and then that led into another episode where, again, I wasn't just interviewing somebody about their improv journey. And episode 62, I actually welcomed the beautiful Seki Taba Suarez, uh, my fiance, to the show. She wasn't my fiance at the time. Um, but yeah, she came on the show and we broke down planning an improv session. Like, how to plan an improv session? It's not the easiest uh, of things necessarily and lots of people approach it in different ways so that was a really great chat that we had breaking all of that down and I remember at the time I had recorded it 
using my phone. We were just lying uh, on the bed having a chat. And we had this really great chat. And then the app that I was using crashed. Or I think I went to the toilet and I paused the conversation. And then everything that we spoke about when I unpaused sounded like a Dalek. I still don't know what actually happened there. But it was super frustrating. But we had another chat. And that was wonderful too. But um, it was one of those things where the first chat we had was so good. But you're never going to be able to replicate the same thing again. Uh, so, but that was another great chat and another great episode of just focusing on a specific topic. But then episode 63 came along and we welcomed Jamie Yates to the show. And that was another case of me knowing nothing about him. I hadn't encountered him in any way, shape or form. I don't think at that point he was just someone that was coming to LCI drop-ins and said he'd be up for being on the show. And uh, now when I see him, he's a friendly face. I can uh, shake his hand. I can give him a hug. And yeah, again, a friend, someone uh, I'm constantly following what he's up to on Facebook and things. And that all came from his love of improv and LCI and my love of talking to people that love improv and go to LCI. So that was another great chat. A very artistic person as well. So a great episode to go back and check out if you haven't yet. And then episode 64, where I welcome perhaps the nicest man in improv, perhaps the nicest man in the world, uh, Stu Hughes. Uh, What an incredible uh, chat that was. He is one of the people that I am just genuinely delighted to have met through improv. There's no way that we would have crossed paths if it wasn't for improv and LCI. And he is a fellow Oika. And I just love what he brings to improv. And that conversation that we had was great. I learned a lot about him that I didn't know from that chat. Because when you improvise with people a lot, you kind of just focus on the improv and you pick up bits of their life here and there. But to really go into Stu's story was great because, you know, I he is someone I consider a really good friend and it was a great opportunity just to get to know him better and hopefully you enjoyed getting to know him through that process as well. Then episode 65 came along after that and this was another case of me talking to someone that I'd never met, never interacted with other than to set up an interview for the show. That was Tom Jenkinson. And that was great because Tom's young, he's a drama student, and I was really uh, sort of hearing improv from a different perspective because um, there's only there's only a few other people I'd had on the show that were sort of a similar age, and it's just interesting to hear how people are getting into it these these days at a young age. Uh, because it's not necessarily the easiest thing to get into. A lot of people don't even know it exists. So that was a great conversation. And uh, I remember, yeah, coming away from that conversation, uh, thinking, oh, yeah, what a, uh, what a, a nice chat that was. And just knowing that everyone was going to love listening to it. So episode 65 led on to episode 66. And we had Heather Walk on the show. And that was an amazing chat because... We basically got to geek out. I love it when I discover 
people with similar passions and it turned out that heather and i have loads of shared interests passions hobbies and loads of great conversation there and she had an incredible story about how she met mark hamill and that alone is worth going and checking that episode out if you haven't yet so definitely uh, want to go and check out episode 66 where we had heather walk on the show and then Episode 67, we had the incredible Michael Ananins returning to the show. And what uh, what a chat that was. The story about Bob Geldof, I won't give too much away. But if you want just to be wowed by a story and you haven't heard episode 67 with Michael Ananins, go and check it out because he is the gift that keeps on giving. He's just constantly got amazing story after amazing story to tell. And he's just such a nice guy. Uh, also, one of the probably most naturally funny people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting as well. Uh, so that was a really great episode. Go check it out. And then we got into episode 68 with Charlie Murgatroyd, another youngster on the scene who had all sorts of insight uh, into improv and um, ADHD and it was just a really great chat that um, I know shed light on, on quite a few things. And, you know, I'm really happy when we can inform like that, when we can shed light on things. So, yeah, if you're interested in hearing about ADHD in improv and all things around that kind of topic, then that's definitely a great episode to go and check out if you haven't yet. And then episode 69. Wow, this was a very different episode. The episode was entitled Everybody Needs Good Neighbours. And that was an episode I wanted to do because I felt I needed some kind of outlet. Because I'm a big fan of Neighbours and Neighbours got cancelled. And San George and Cat Cook are also big fans of Neighbours and they were equally as devastated. And I thought, well, let's just get it all out there and have a chat on the podcast. And let's just see what it's like to listen to improvisers talking about something that they're very passionate about that isn't improv. And yeah, it was a very well-received episode and we had a really great chat. And I'm very happy to say that Neighbours is coming back. I, c I can't believe it. And as soon as I found out, I messaged San and Kat straight away and talking about it. And we're so excited. We don't know what it's going to look like is it going to be different? Is it going to be the same? Um, we know that four of the key cast members are coming back. But yeah, you know, the, the the world was sad. So many people were sad with neighbors leaving us. And fortunately, you know, people's response to it going was so amazing that that is ultimately what helped for it to return. So it'll be coming back next September and I cannot wait to to jump back in to Ramsey Street and have that little bit of Aussie soap joy back in my life. It's, it's hard to explain. It's a show that I'd watched my entire life and there's a great sense of comfort in that, I think. So everybody needs good neighbours. And they're going to get good neighbors because it, it is coming back. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out when it comes back. But if you want to hear three improvisers talking about something they love 
that isn't improv, then yeah, go back and check out episode 69. And then episode 70, that was, again, something different. There's been lots of different things going on this year. Episode 70 uh, was just me, just talking about things in my life, which, again, that wasn't something I'd, I'd necessarily done before. I've done episodes like this where I just talk back through episodes over the years, etc. But this was me talking about uh, things that happened in my life. And one of the things that happened in my life was that I had got engaged to the wonderful Seki Tapa Suarez and I sort of broke down how that all played out and it was part of a live improv show and there were loads of people from the LCI community there because the Oikas were there. Uh, so yeah, that was a great episode. So if you want to find out, if you want to find out exactly how I did pop the question and how it was very much an improv uh, an improv thing because it wasn't planned at all it just happened spontaneously then go back and check out episode 70 and hear how happy i am i'm still very happy by the way um but yeah i love that that episode exists because it's just me being very real being me and, and talking about where i'm at in my life at that moment in time and i remember i had planned to interview someone but then that fell through and I knew I had my schedule of releasing an episode every other week, and I was keen to keep that going. So that's what prompted me to do that episode. But I'm really glad I did, because it was a great episode. And then 71 came after that, episode 71, and we welcomed back Melina Field to the show. And I said earlier how great the chat with her was, and this was basically sort of us catching up with her later in the year, and what it was like to be a female in comedy. She's had an incredible year and the period between the first time she was on the show and the second time she was on the show she had done so many gigs up and down the country really got her reps in and she is she is a powerhouse in the comedy world and you know I'm not a betting man but if I was I would put money on her you know achieving great success she's a great comedian she's a great person and she's someone that will definitely be coming on the show again in the future, I think, just to check in on on how she's getting on on the comedy circuit, you know, and, and where she's up to. She is someone that speaks so passionately uh, about comedy and about her experiences. And I learn a lot from listening to her and I'm fascinated about all of her tales from the the comedy circuit. So watch this space because I'm sure she'll be coming back on the show in the new year so that was episode 71 we then had episode 72 and we had Jake Butcher on the show, Jake was another person I had never met, never had any interactions with, he'd said he was interested in coming on the show and then we made it happen and I loved talking with him and just finding out his improv journey and it was just a, a great episode talking about life as a lipper student and you know again finding out how younger people are getting into improv a, a fascinating chat and definitely worth going to check out if you haven't yet episode 73 was up next and andy l sudik came on the show and she was awesome to talk to just such a bundle of positive energy and she had so much to say and I'd only met her very briefly at a summer show that um, Emma had put on. 
for LCI, uh, Hope Street Theatre. And, you know, that was a great night. And Andy L had been running a workshop for several weeks, a sketch comedy workshop, and then she hosted that show. So I got chatting with her briefly after that show, and I thought, hey, wouldn't it be great if she could come on the podcast? We eventually made it happen. It wasn't the easiest interview to make happen, uh, but we we did make it happen, and it was great. And I, I loved hearing all about her improv journey and what a journey it was, and she's such a creative person and it was just one of those conversations i came away from it buzzing and i was really happy that that is a chat that i was able to have on the show and i hope that you all enjoyed it as much as i did and again if you didn't listen to it it's there for you go back and check it out it's a really good listen and then we had the fantastic jen hardy returning to the show pretty much a year after she'd first been on so she came on the show the end of the summer the year before and at that point I'd never met her she was the daughter of uh, Liz one of my fellow oikers and I knew that she did improv but I didn't know that she was basically an improv guru (laughs) she she knows so much and she's so talented and it was just great to have her on because her year in the improv world has been a real whirlwind and been super impressive and yeah just you can learn so much from a conversation with Jen every time you talk about improv you can learn so much from watching her do improv you can learn so much from going to one of her classes and this was a great chat just catching up with her so if you haven't heard episode 74 yet what are you doing go listen to it And episode 74 was followed up with another fantastic guest. And this time it was Vera Chalk. Now, Vera is currently in Hollyoaks, but I met her doing improv. And it was surreal uh, to me, really, to think, oh, this is someone that's, that's on the telly regularly every day in the UK. And she's just so down to earth and so passionate about improv. And it was a really great chat. And... Something that stood out as well is because she is in the industry, like her sound equipment was incredible. And she had um, like soundproofing screens and all this kind of stuff. And I thought I had a pretty decent setup, but she put me to shame. But that was a, a great conversation. And that was one of the conversations where I didn't know where the conversation was going to go. I never do. But one thing that was really cool was when we started to talk about culture. I, I love talking about culture with people. And um, yeah, so that that's a great episode. If you want to just delve into things that is a bit away from improv, but there's so much great improv chat as well. Also, there's great chat about um, improv and how it works in Hollyoaks, if they're allowed it, that, that sort of thing. And just to have like someone from, uh, you know, a big UK show like Hollyoaks coming on the show it was awesome I was really frustrated with one thing and it's that once I'd sorted the show and I'd uploaded it all and done all the promo and all that kind of stuff and I created the trailer in my in my massive rush to get all that sorted I missed the A off her name when I'd posted the episode so all of the promo stuff 
said Ver, not Vera. And I was so annoyed with myself when it got pointed out to me. Um, but she's just the coolest person and she didn't like make a big deal about it. She she just said, hey, you know, be great if you could change that. <laughs> so I did. I did my best to change it. And by the time the episode came out, uh, I made sure everything was uh, as it should be. But that was one of those frustrating things where I was really looking forward to it. And then it became a stress because I was like, oh, no, I've done something wrong. Uh, but, you know, people were all very nice about it. And uh, that was a great episode that I was really excited about making happen. And then, you know. It was it, it was everything I had hoped it would be and more because Vera was delightful. And then episode 76 came our way and this was where we welcomed back Mark Turpin to the show, the mayor of improv himself. Always an absolute pleasure to talk to Mark. Just, again, one, like Stu, like Mark is one of the nicest guys in improv, one of the nicest guys you could ever meet in the world. And we spoke about comedy influences and I think that's a great, topic that was something that mark had said to me months ago would uh, be a topic he'd be interested in talking about and then we finally made it happen and i'm so pleased we did because a comedy puts a smile on your face whether you're watching it live or whether you're just reminiscing about how good comedy has been or could be so that chat was definitely something that i would suggest you go back and listen to if you haven't listened to it yet because you know this is improv that we focus on here on this show and improv doesn't have to be funny but if you're like me and you really enjoy the funny side of improv uh, then knowing where the comedy influences come from and, and how everyone has different influences is very important so definitely want to go and check out and then that leads us to this episode here we are episode 77 we are 77 episodes strong and it's been a great year i i have really loved talking to all of the people that i've spoken to this year and some of them i can't believe it was nearly a year ago now as i'm recording this that some of those interviews happened i remember them very clearly and yeah, it's crazy to me how the time has flown by. I'm very excited about what lies ahead in 2023. We are just going to continue to go from strength to strength. And I thank all of you for continuing to listen, for continuing to share and just speaking positively about the show. It's it's a real pleasure for me to bring this show to you. And it's a real honor to know that people listen. and the stats and things like that that I see they're very positive but even if I knew nothing about the stats just when I speak to people and they talk to me about the show I recently had someone speak to me asking for some advice about a podcast topic and I was able to give them a lot of insight more than they'd asked for but they were very very happy to to hear all the things I'd said and I've learned, yeah, I've gone on a real journey. When this show started, I didn't know how to do the majority of the things I have to do to make this show happen. And I've learned a lot and I feel like I'm really in my groove. Uh, but again, there's always things I could do to improve and get better. But I am just really enjoying this journey. And I'm so pleased to know that people are coming on this journey with me. And some people dip in and out. 
Some people are sort of just discovering the show and starting to come on the journey. Some people have been there the whole time and they listen religiously. And, you know, whether you're listening all the time or just listening to particular episodes, if you've listened, then thank you. It, it means a lot to me. This is a great passion of mine. And, you know, I've discovered that I, I fill my life with a lot of great passions. And sometimes it, it's very hard to give enough time to people because I'm always busy doing. Like, I I don't get to go to enough shows to watch people perform because it generally falls on a night where I'm running a session or, you know, joining friends such as the Oikers for one of our regular meetups, or I'm putting an episode together for this show, or one of my other passions is badminton, and that takes up times. I'm in the middle of my season right now, which means that there are times where well, I play at least once a week, but sometimes now I'm playing twice a week. So, yeah, there's lots going on. Obviously, I have a job, and that takes up a lot of my time as well, <laughs> my job as a teacher. So... I love that I'm able to continue to bring this show to you, but sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's hard. Like today, it was hard to find the time to make this episode happen, but I was very, very keen to make sure I did. And so I'm glad that I have. And interestingly, I'm about to finish this and then I'm going to go to an online session because I regularly do Glossop Improv online uh, with Seki and all our online friends from all over the world that come to that. So that's, it's one of those things, fill your life with what you love. Yes, it gets busy. And there are times when you feel like maybe you're letting some people down because you can't get to the things that they're doing. Uh, I think the, a lot of what I see that's going on is in Liverpool as well. And sadly, it, it's sometimes it's a real challenge for me to get to Liverpool for these things. But I'm so pleased that there's opportunities for people to perform in all of the various ways that they are doing. I did recently get to go to a night of improv to watch a show. And it was just, I was just there to watch. And it was a great feeling. I was so excited knowing that I was just going to watch the show. I didn't have to worry about hosting the show and pushing the tickets. I didn't have to worry about performing or, or anything like that. I was able to just go and sit back and watch incredible people do incredible things on stage. And you know, I was inspired by every single one of them because improvisers are all amazing and they all bring something different. And to just have the opportunity to sit back and enjoy it was a real a real treat. So that is something I will definitely try and do more of. Um, but I guess something else would have to give for me to do that. And I love all of the things I've got going on in the improv world. So I guess we'll see. But this show is definitely going to keep going. It's going to be going strong for a long, long time, I hope. And yeah, my idea or ideas for the show next year, I'm super excited already about where the show is going. So yeah, thank you very much. And thanks for sticking with me, just listening to me ramble on by myself, talking back through the year. It's, it, it, it's. Well, I can't even put it into words how I feel uh, just knowing uh, that you've taken the time out of your day to give this a listen. So, yeah, uh, thank you so much. It really does mean a lot. And I guess that brings me to the end. I have broken down the year like I wanted to. I've talked about 
what's coming up next year. So you all know what's coming next if you're a regular listener. Here comes my little outro. If you are interested in getting into improv or already involved in improv and want to try out a different improv scene, then all the information you need can be found at www.liverpoolcomedyimprov.co.uk. You can also check us out on Facebook by searching for Liverpool Comedy Improv and on Twitter and Instagram, we are at Live Comedy Improv. We, of course, have a Facebook page and you can find all of the information about the show that you could ever possibly need on that page. Just go to Facebook and search for the Liverpool Comedy Improvcast. And yeah, that's that's where you'll find us. If you are a member of the LCI community and you'd like to be a guest on the show, then please get in touch with me or with Emma Bird and we'll make arrangements as soon as possible. I've already got some names written down for the new year. People that have reached out, people I've never met, but people I'm looking forward to meeting and that is going to be uh, yeah, some great content coming your way in the new year I've been talking for nearly an hour now I've just realised um, my throat's very dry and I really need to blow my nose so I apologise if you can hear me sniffling away but I'm nearly at the end I will endeavour to finish if you are listening on Apple or Spotify please review the show give us five stars write us a review because there's little things like that that really help to give us a boost and help get our name out there and it's very much appreciated for those of you that have done it already and if you haven't done it yet but it is within your power to do so please do I would very much appreciate it if you're interested in following me on social media strictly social media don't follow me in real life that would be weird Uh, but yeah if you want to find me on social media you can find me on Facebook Instagram Twitter TikTok and YouTube, all under the name Ian Luke Jones. Just search for at Ian Luke Jones. Uh, there's lots going on with my YouTube more than anything, really. Uh, I'm always happy for people to discover me on YouTube. I've got all sorts of content on there. And as it's Christmas, I will definitely tell you to go on there and check out some of my Christmas songs from over the years when I used to write charity Christmas records and get my school choir. Sometimes I would... Well, there was a couple of times where I taught my primary school choir to join up with the high school choir as well. And yeah, we would go to a recording studio and record songs that I'd written and we'd be a part of a charity CD. There was always a different charity that the project was aimed towards raising money for. And then the children would go and do a big show at the William Aston Hall in Wrexham and sing the song i get to conduct them live on stage and it was just always an incredible experience and i've recently spoken to some of the children who are now not children you know they're young adults that were part of some of those experiences and they talk very highly of them so it's something i'm very proud of and i'm actually singing a couple of my songs that i'd written Uh, one of the songs is from 2008 one of the songs is from 2009 and we're singing it in my current school's Christmas carol concert and the children sing the songs amazingly well we recently did one at like the um, festive light switch on in Flint as well and the choir sung there and they sung to hear your song sung out loud in public with everyone having a good time and people have never heard the song before sort of tapping along and singing along by the end and I was there accompanying them all on guitar 
for the whole thing. It was just a, a really incredible experience. So if you want to hear any of these songs, plus any other songs that I've written, there's loads of, of my music on there, there's improv on there, there's like humorous moments, there's a hundred puns on there basically. Um, there's Motivational Mondays, where I used to start the week with a bit of positivity and inspiration. So yeah, check out my YouTube basically. That was uh, a a really long advert for my YouTube channel. Uh, please go check it out. Uh, so there we go. That brings us to the end of this year, of this show. And I guess it just falls on me to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, if that's your thing. Maybe Christmas isn't your thing. Maybe uh, you've got other religious beliefs, or maybe you just avoid Christmas and New Year for different reasons. I know loads of people that aren't into the festive period for various reasons but whatever you do over this this period sometimes it can seem like the world gets very fast and for some people it seems like the world can get very slow so whatever your festive period is like i hope you make the most of it and i hope you have a wonderful time if you're able to i hope you are able to put your feet up a bit relax and unwind and reflect on the year that has been and look forward to the year that will be and this year will be back in the new year so watch this space keep checking out the posts that will come out on the facebook page seeing when the new shows are coming out uh, maybe you'll just be surprised and it will just appear in your feed if you're subscribed to the show every episode just appears in your subscriptions section whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple. So yeah, that pretty much brings us to an end this year. Thank you very much for being with me on this journey this year. I look very much forward to what 2023 has to offer. But as for 2022, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being here with me. And before I go, here are some words that, as always, are truly wise, wise, wise. Always remember, whatever the situation, to treat life like improv, and yes, and... <laughs>